paramedic 35 for a medical call, 1400 Richmond Parkway, across from Eugene Hyman, Kima, 605 Henry, medic 35. All right, welcome to another episode of the Fort Bend County Training Division podcast. I am your new host, Lieutenant Corey Williams. Today we have uh, Kathleen coming from uh, Texas Swim Academy. Made sure I got that right before we started recording. Um, we're glad you're here with us. She's going to give us some public health tips and things about swimming as we're getting ready for the summer and, and we're in full swing, right? Yes. All right, Kathleen, can you tell us a little about, about yourself, background? Yes. Um I'm a registered nurse, and um, I am the owner, founder, and operator of the Texas Swim Academy in Katy. I came to drowning prevention via nursing, Mm -hmm. and I I very much look at it as public health, keeping kids and adults safe and healthy and well around the water. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Like we were talking before we started recording, I'm I'm a parent, right? I have Mm -hmm. four children. Uh, have fifth on the way, right? So it's really important, you know, they, they get to running around and, and you want to make sure they know what they're doing. And, right. and as parents, right, we know what we're looking for. So um, could you tell us a little bit about what you guys offer as far as training programs? And We are a little bit unique in the way we teach. We are, we blend skills with confidence and create a child that really loves the water, but also is able to save themselves and perhaps prevent an aquatic accident. We are what is termed survival swimming. Okay. And that's a different approach than, you know, your you know, run of the mill. It what survival swimming is is the independent ability to swim, face in the water, mm-hmm. and roll on their back to get air and then continue that sequence till they can get themselves to safety or if they're very young and because we can teach this as young as six months how to just stay on their back and float till they can be picked up that's amazing yeah i i know when i put my older two through swim lessons i don't think they did that 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 survival swim that you're talking about where they float on their their stomach then flip over for air and doing all that that's that's pretty helpful i think and you don't think about that Mm -hmm. It's a unique program, but, but not really. It's been around for, you know, 60-plus years. And so it was kind of unique when we brought it to the Houston area. There, were, there are certain other national programs that teach a similar method. But what we have really done is looked at how do we do this with a gentle approach to the child. Okay. Because the child needs to be confident in the water in addition to having these skills. Because a child that knows what they're doing and, you know, is calm and confident is more likely to be able to save themselves in an aquatic accident. Absolutely. Than if they're just reacting out of fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then with this survival uh, swim that you guys teach, do you, uh, is it like a group? I was looking at you guys' website. Do you do, is that part of the group deal that you teach with parents as well? You make them part of it or how does that work? We do group lessons, but only for children that are skilled. Okay. Our beginner classes are all private. Okay. They are 15 minutes. It's one-on-one. We are a child development-based program. Okay. I love how children learn, how they use their developmental levels, their reflexes. Everything about young children is just fascinating. They're like little sponges. They can learn anything. Absolutely. And so we use that to teach them these life-saving skills and to help them be confident and have a good time in the water but have some skills to back it up. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So you were saying, you know, developing those those skills early on, you said as young as six months, mm -hmm. right? Um, do you guys see a lot of new parents? Yes. Absolutely. We do. And luckily, we've been in the Houston or the Katy area for since 2004. Okay. I started the Texas Swim Academy. Then it was just me in my backyard teaching swim lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and then we grew. And then in 2012, we opened our facility. So we're able to offer group lessons, adult lessons, and, and all the other things. But our, you know, our cornerstone is survival swimming, teaching a child what to do if they find themselves in that water alone. Do you... Do you find it harder, I guess, because I have a range of, at my house, mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking about them. Uh, I have a six-year-old. She's never gone through it, right? Right. Um, and she's also autistic. Uh -huh. um, do you guys have services for that as well? Yes, we do. You know, the number one cause of unintentional death in all ages of autism is drowning. Wow. Number one. And so, you know, in the general population, it's ages one to four drowning is number one. But where we see in children on the spectrum is they may flight, you know, if they're prone to running away from the sensory bombardment, the noise, yeah. the visual, you know, that. When you get into the water, there's the hydrostatic pressure on the body. There's just, there's something confident or calming and they, the vision is softened, the hearing is different. Yeah. And so we teach a lot of children on the spectrum, especially because we teach the one-on-one -on -one lessons to the individual child. We're able to teach any child where they're at, whether it's the exuberant child that mm -hmm. loves to get in the water that will just run and jump right in, mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. qualms, or that child that's really fearful, or the child that needs a little bit more time to process their sensory integration. Okay. Yeah, I you know, we, me and my wife talk about that quite often. Like I said, we're looking at, at getting her into some type of program. And mm -hmm. um, that's one of the fears we think about, you know, because she's one of those. She She's super friendly, and, and I don't think she has any fear of the water. She loves it. So, uh, great. But getting her to focus, we're learning now, right? So mm -hmm. I, it's great that y'all have that, that environment, and you push that. It's almost like a family-centered, what I'm hearing we are uh, very family-centered. Very family-centered learning, um, which is all great. Um, so as we're getting into the summer and we're talking about folks getting their pools out and, and implant, they have their pool, you know, put in the ground over the year, they're ready for the summer. What do you have as far as uh, tips for safety in that regard for parents? Layers and layers of protection. Number one is going to be parental supervision. Mm -hmm. But as you know, even the best parent, you know, sometimes you unload the dishwasher, you put a load of laundry in or, you know, anything in your home. You can't 24-7 have your eyes on that child mm -hmm. constantly. So if you have a pool in your home, you need to have layers, locks on your doors yep. that the child can't get to, alarms, pool fences, anything you can put between your child and that water, swim lessons, but not just swim lessons, survival swim lessons, knowing right. what to do if they do get in. Because we've heard tragic situations. I've had friends that their child went out the doggy door wow. and drowned. Or they were selling their house, so they took their pool fence down. It was down 20 minutes. Their child drowned. Wow. And so it, it happens so, so quickly. And that's why we have to have multiple layers. No swim lessons are ever drown proof. Correct. You know, a child is never drown proof. And I want people to really understand that. 
this is just another layer of protection we're giving your child to help them be safer. And um, at your facility, uh, do you guys, we were talking about the, the floaties, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So as you know, we go and we buy the arm floaties, they mm-hmm. have the, the safety swim vest and all these things. And I'm, I'm, I'm buying it. And I'm thinking I need to get one that she can't slip out the bottom of. Right. But you were kind of enlightening me on that before we started recording. Well, well there, there's a couple of things about the swimming, you know, little floaties. People think, oh, well, they're Coast Guard approved, so this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. They are Coast Guard approved for lakes, open water, and boats, not the backyard pool. Mm. They also put your child in a very vertical position, which is a sinking position. Swimming is horizontal. Yep. You're on the water, you're flat, you know, a vertical position it's a treading water and they're just trying to keep their head up and above water and it they tire very very fast yeah and so children don't always know to surface that's something we teach them how to surface how to get to the wall those sort of things but with the floaties the biggest thing I think that that really bothers me with them they inadvertently teach a child it's okay to get in the water without someone there to catch them. Because yep. you see children just jumping in and they're swimming and they're puddling all over that pool and they think they have skills. They think they know how to swim. And they think it's okay just to jump off the side and go in the water. Yeah. And it's not. It's not okay to go in the water by yourself. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're, you're almost setting your child up for failure when you take those, it's like taking training wheels off, right? Right. It, but it's a little different because... On a bike, you're still working on balance and things right. like that. When training wheels come off, it's the same thing. When these floaties come off, you're swimming wrong. You've been doing it wrong the whole right. time. Their, their head is up. Their feet are down. They're doing this little bicycle kick. They can't mm-hmm. move. They're not going anywhere. And they, they tire. They can't get to the wall. And they struggle to keep their heads up. Yep. I, I, as we're talking, I'm, I'm canceling my Amazon order. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I was doing some... some um, research and one of these pool alarms right that's mm-hmm. a thing i didn't know that was a thing all right um because i don't have an in-ground pool in my backyard we have go to the, the neighborhood pool there's a lifeguard mm-hmm. so one of the ones i'm a i'm big in the tech was the wave system i don't know if you've heard of that one or seen it it's no. it's a little interesting so the the way this one works i don't know if it pr- promotes um less vigilance so it's a it's a system. You, you set it up. It's a speaker and it emits a, a pulse every 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then there's devices that you put on your kid. You put on the go- goggles and things like that. And as they submerge for 10 seconds, there's no pulse hitting okay. the thing. So if they're under there for less for more than 10 seconds, it's like, oh, yeah, alarm. Someone should go check. OK, that's yeah, con- that's I, a little bit concerning. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw your face. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm a tech guy. I'm like, this seems great. But as I'm looking, as I start to think more, it's like, well, is it is it making, you know what I mean? It's right. encouraging to allow your kids to go swim by themselves and you're not watching. Right. So do you have any tips on any of the devices that maybe folks should avoid or types of devices that sound good in theory that mm-hmm. might not be so great in practice? Well, and, and I think pull alarms are a good thing when they're the stationary alarm. Okay. That if something enters, like we have one on our pool, anything over eight pounds, including our little fat dog, mm-hmm. will set off the alarm if he falls in the pool. Okay. And so um, 
Pull alarms themselves are very good. One that allows the child to be submerged for 10 seconds. That's, you know, about the time that they probably do need a breath. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's not a bad thing. But I think, it, like you said, it could give parents that sense of security that they're okay. The alarm will go off if they need some help. And I'm just totally old school. There is nothing <laughs> better than parents' eyes on those kids and swim yep. lessons. Kids yep. that know how to swim and their parents watching them swim and cheering them on. You just yep. It doesn't get better than that for safety in the water. And, and, and I think that's what I was, uh, we were getting at is that all these devices and all the prevention you can do as a parent watching them is probably the absolute best thing you can do, right? Being yeah. where you can see your, your child in the water and not leaving them by themselves, right? Unattended. And you as the parent are really the most important component of your child's success in the water, getting them in good quality swim lessons. You know, really research. You research your pediatrician. You research all of these other things. You look, you're researching pool alarms. Research your swim lessons and make sure you're getting good quality. Mm -hmm. Spend that time. I mean, a child... You know, ask them hard questions. Do you teach them how to in, to roll on their back and float by themselves? How long does this take? I mean, we get kids that have been doing swim lessons for a year that that come in and we're like, you can't, they can't even put their face in the water. Wow. Why are you still paying for this kind of stuff, <laughs> for one? But expectations, you know, parents only know what they know. So go visit the facility, watch some lessons, see what children are doing. Are they being encouraging? Are they being nurturing? Are you seeing children swim with Mm -hmm. their faces in the water? Are you seeing them floating, learning how to float? There's good swim facilities all over the city. And there's good swim teachers all over the city. I mean, um, you can look up Survival Swim Development Network. We've got a number of instructors that teach out of their homes here in town. They do a great job. And, but you as the parent, vigilant watching, getting good quality swim lessons, showing up for your swim lessons, yes. be there on time, get them in the water, let them work on this, because this is something that could actually save your child's life. I agree wholeheartedly. And, and I think what you're saying is it's don't treat it like... Um, this isn't dance. Yeah, this isn't gymnastics. Yeah, don't drop this, them and, and go. You, no, no, no. As a parent, you should probably stay and be a part of. Because, again, like you said, family-centered learning is, is all I'm hearing. Um, and while we do most of our lessons just one-on-one with the child, we do get our parents in. Because I want to show you as a parent how to continue to practice and work with your child at home. Yeah. How to let them float and show you their float. How to help them get to all the walls and the different sides of the pool. How to get to the steps. The majority of drownings in a pool happen within two or three feet of the steps or the wall. Wow. The child doesn't know how to turn around and get back. And so just teaching those things and how you as a parent can continue to practice those with the pools that they're going to be in. Because every pool is a little bit different. Yeah. And when you're at the neighborhood pool, that lifeguard doesn't love your kid like you love your kid. Absolutely. You keep your eye. You are the best lifeguard for your child at that neighborhood pool. This is not the time to read your book, be on your phone, yeah. talking with your friends. Yep, yep. You, nobody watches and loves your kiddo like you do. So I you agree. be the lifeguard. I agree. I agree. All right. So before we wrap it up, how do I, as a Fort Bend County parent, find you guys? How do I, who do I contact? How does that work? You can go to texasswimacademy.com. We have a great website there. You can give us a call, 832-437-6186. 
we would love to have you come out and visit. We'd love to show you lessons, show you what we do, let you see our babies and kiddos in the water. Because we do start as young as six months, and even at six months old, they can learn to swim with their face in the water and roll on their back to float. Wow. Wow. We're going to uh, attach all of that information, contact stuff at the bottom of the uh, podcast when they go to find us here and you're listening. That way they can find you okay. and get that, that great service. Um, was there anything else you wanted to say or, or put out in the world for, for folks, us, us parents that are worried about our kids in, during the summer? Swim lessons, not puddle jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Invest that time. You know, this truly is the thing that can save your child's life. And just invest that time and that money in swim lessons wherever you go, just to help your child be safer, because this is the number one cause of unintentional death in children ages one to four. Wow. Thank you so much for for spending your time with us today. Well, I do want to thank Fort Bend County for doing this. You know, parents only know what they know, and just having this avenue to give out more information is really so valuable to our community and we love what y'all do in public health here. Awesome, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fort Bend County EMS Training Division podcast. Fort Bend County EMS is providing this podcast as a public service and or for educational purposes, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of Fort Bend County EMS policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by Fort Bend County EMS. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Fort Bend County EMS employees are those of employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of Fort Bend County EMS or any of its command staff. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our chief of EMS via his administrative assistant or email us at clinical.division.ems at fortbendcountytx.gov.